وَاسْتَشْهِدُوا شَهِيدَيْنِ Now the second thing involved when it comes to a dain is witnesses. So وَاسْتَشْهِدُوا and call as witness شَهِيدَيْنِ to witnesses. شَهِيدَيْنِ is a dual of شَهِيد. مِنْ رِجَالِكُمْ of your men. رِجَال is a plural of رَجُل. So two men are to bear witness to that contract. Alright? So let's say the katib puts together the legal document, writes down all the numbers, puts down when the loan is to be returned. But who has to witness this? Two witnesses. Alright? So besides the creditor and the debtor, besides the lender and the person taking the loan, who else has to witness this transaction? Two people. Two men. And notice Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, رِجَالِكُمْ Your men. What does it mean by your men? What it means is they should be Muslim. Your men, meaning of you. And other conditions are such as, because it's rajul, a man. It cannot be a child. It has to be an adult. It has to be a man, not a woman. فَإِن then if, لَمْ يَكُونَ رَجُلَيْنِ If there aren't two men, meaning you can't find two men to witness the transaction, then what? Then farajulun, then one man, wamraatani and two women. How many people? Three. One man and two women. They will be witnesses to the transaction. And these witnesses will be who? Mimman among those who tardawna min shuhada That you are pleased with as witnesses. Shuhada, plural of shaheed, meaning the witnesses that you choose should be people that you are pleased with. What does it mean by that? You're pleased with. Meaning they are people who are trustworthy, who are reliable, who have a good reputation in the community. Alright? They're credible. They're not liars. They don't have a bad reputation. They follow the deen. Alright? So they have to be people that you are pleased with. They're competent, they're knowledgeable. Why such people should be witnesses? Because what's the job of the witnesses? To make sure that the transaction that's happening is legal, it is fair, it is Islamically correct. And if any side is cheating the other side, or there's any errors that are being made, they should be able to point that out. And if the witness is unaware, he doesn't even know what credit means, he doesn't even know what some legal terms are, then how is he supposed to help by being a witness? He might as well not be there. So, what is the role of the witness? To ensure that the transaction is legal, it is fair, there is no cheating. So, مِمَّنْ تَرْضَوْنَ مِنَ shuhada. Now, one question. We learned two men are supposed to be witnesses, right? And if two men cannot be found, then one man and two women. Why? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us why two women. An out of fear that tadilla she goes astray, meaning she makes a mistake. Meaning if one of the women makes a mistake, how so? That the transaction is made, and then after two months there is a dispute, and then the document is brought, and then the witnesses are called, okay, you testify. What exactly did these people agree upon? Was the lender supposed to return the money in one year or two years? So the witness is supposed to say, okay, two years, that's what was agreed upon. Alright? That's supposed to happen. But, let's say the woman who's supposed to come and testify, she's confused, she makes a mistake. Instead of saying two years, she says one year. Let's say. So she makes a mistake. What will happen? فَتُذَكِّرَ إِحْدَاهُمَ الْأُخْرَى 
The other woman will remind her that no, it wasn't one year. Remember it was two? Remember he said it like that? It was two years. So why two women? So that if the first woman makes a mistake, the other will just remind her. This is the reason. Now some people get so offended because of this ayah. They say, why two women in place of one man? First of all, this is not two women in place of one man. This is, if the first woman forgets, then the other will remind her. It's not that both of them will testify singing together. We testify that it was two years. No, that's not how it is. One woman is to speak. If she makes a mistake, the other is just her backup. Alright? And there is great wisdom in this. Why there is a backup? Because in many societies, women are generally oppressed or you know, when it comes to legal financial things, women are kind of not treated fairly. Hmm? I mean, think about it. Till today, women are fighting for equal pay. Right? In this day and age, women are fighting for equal pay. I mean, you would be amazed that why is it that a man with the same qualification is being given more money and a woman with the same qualification is being given less money for the same work. So this is unfortunately common in many, many societies. It existed in the past and it exists till today. Women are not treated fairly when it comes to financial matters. So many times they are deprived of their rights when they deserve something, they're not given it, whether it is their pay or it is their inheritance, or it is their mahar, they're treated unfairly. And we see that many times in financial matters, women are bullied. They're pressurized. They're bullied and they're pressurized. And so courts also, legal matters also, is a place where a woman could be bullied into saying something that's not correct, into agreeing on something that she doesn't agree with. She can be pressurized. She can be bullied into something that is not right. So when she's given the support of a friend by her side, then what happens? This is going to ensure that the woman is not going to be pressured into doing something wrong, into saying something wrong, because she's not alone. You understand? Doesn't it happen that when you're alone, you're more scared? And if there's even one more person with you, you feel more confident. Usually the example I give here is that, why is it that girls have to go to the bathroom with their friends? Hmm? One is waiting outside, fixing and refixing and refixing her hijab, while the other friend uses the washroom and washes her hand. Why? Because, I mean, you want somebody on your side. I'm not saying guys are not like that, they like to be alone. No, they also like company. But because many times women are bullied and pressured and shamed, so this is a legal matter. This is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sort of protecting the woman. Also remember one thing. You cannot have four women. It has to be either two men or one man and two women, not four women. Because people can, you know, pressurize the women. That you have to give the false testimony. Otherwise, you know, and women get scared because of small, small threats. Right? So they're easily pressurized. So, and remember the Qur'an is for all places and all times. You might say that, no, today women are different. You know, societies are different. Yeah, you can say that for sure. But Qur'an is for all places and all times. 
so she's mentioning a story. Jazakallah khair. Mentioning the story that how once she had to give testimony against a person who had stolen something. And that guy, the accused, gave her a very scary stare. Right? Stared at her and so she was unable to speak. She was scared to speak. You know, this is a sad reality of this world that majority of the societies are places where men abuse women or women are exploited. So they are pressurized. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is protecting the woman. Now the witnesses when they're called to give testimony, they should not refuse. Whenever they're called, they should not refuse. Okay? So for example, the transaction was made, witnesses were present. After a year, there was a dispute between the two parties. So now the case goes to the court, and then the witnesses are called, can you please come and testify? And they say, no, no, we're too busy. Man, I'm too tired. It's snowing outside. I can't come. No, when you're called... Please come, you should not refuse. Right? Mujahid said that if you are called to be a witness, you have a choice to agree. Meaning if somebody calls you and says, would you be a witness? You have a choice. You can say no at that time. But if you go then, and then later you are called to testify, then you don't have a choice. You have to go. Exactly. So even in other situations, if you are a witness, then you should come forward. Right? You should not refuse to testify because people are depending on your testimony. So help them out. This is helping people out with your words, with your knowledge. One more thing before we continue, that where two women are to come in place of one man and one woman is just to help the other if she makes a mistake, this is only in the case of Dain. Alright? In every other case... A woman's testimony is half of a man's testimony. That's not true. Alright? This is only in the case of Dain. And her testimony is not half of that of a man. No. She is to give testimony. If she makes a mistake, then the other helps her out. Alright? There are other cases where only a woman's testimony is taken. A man's testimony is not taken. Okay? Like for example, at the time of Uthman anhu, there was a case of how a woman claimed that she had nursed a certain person. Alright? When that person was little. And that she had also nursed the person that they were marrying. Okay? Meaning, two people were getting married. Alright? Man and woman. And a woman claimed that she had nursed both the man and the woman when they were babies. So if she had nursed them, that means they cannot get married. They're like brother or sister. Alright? So she testified, only she did, that she had nursed both of them when they were little, and her testimony was accepted, and that marriage was not allowed to happen. So you see, here the testimony of one woman is taken. A man's testimony is not even taken. So, this is not a general rule, it's only specific to this case. Alright. Do not get fed up. Seen Hamza Meem. This is to get bored of something, because you've been doing it for a very long time. Hmm? You know the feeling? When you've been doing something for a very long time, then you kind of get bored and you want to change and you're like, when is this going to end? Okay, one more day. Okay, one more hour, 45 minutes. Okay, so la tas'amu. Allah says, do not get weary and taktubuhu to write it sagiran aw kabiran, whether it is something small or big. A question was asked, that is this only for big transactions or even small transactions? What do we learn here? Whether small or big, if the payment is delayed, if you're borrowing, then write it down. 
ila ajalihi for its term. Why? Because ذَلِكُمْ أَقْسَطُ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ This is fair near Allah. More just in the sight of Allah. وَأَقْوَمُ لِلشَّهَادَةِ And when it is written down, then in the case of testimony, this is more suitable. Meaning a written document carries a lot of weight. Doesn't it? You have written proof. So, when you are lending something, borrowing something, it's always safer to put it in writing. Alright? وَأَدْنَا أَلَّا تَرْتَابُوا And closer that you will not have doubt. More likely that you will not have doubt. Sometimes what happens is, you borrow some money from a friend, and then you say, okay, I'm going to give it to you later. And she says, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. And then what happens? After a week you forget. After a month you completely forget. She doesn't remind you because she says, well, if I remind her, she's going to feel so bad. Right? And then she begins to think, what kind of a friend she is? She just borrowed my money. She's not returning it. You see how two friends will become distant from each other because they didn't write something down? So, وَأَدْنَا أَلَّا تُرْتَابُوا Put it in writing, it's safer. إِلَّا except أَن تَكُونَ تِجَارَةً حَاضِرَةً Unless it is a transaction that is present. Hadira, hadir is one that is present. And what is meant by this is a spot transaction. Meaning, you give the money, you get your bag of chips. Alright? This is what? A spot transaction. This, you don't have to write it down. But still, you see, people do write it down. When they give you the receipt, what is that? A written record of the transaction. It's safer. It's not necessary, but it is safer. Right? So, تُدِرُونَهَا بَيْنَكُمْ You circulate it between yourselves. تُدِرُونَهَا دَالْوَا رَا دَارَ يَدُرُوا is when something goes around. تُدِرُونَهَا You circulate it. You had the money in your hand, now it's gone in the other person's hand. They had the bag of chips, and now that bag of chips has come into your hand. So you see how things circulate it. فَلَيْسَ عَلَيْكُمْ جُنَاحٌ أَلَّا تَكْتُبُوهَا So there is no sin on you if you don't write it. So what do we learn here? What do we learn here? Where the payment is delayed, it is better, it is safer to put that transaction in writing. And where the transaction is a spot transaction, then there is no harm if you don't write it down. وَأَشْهِدُوا إِذَا تَبَايَعْتُمْ but you should call witnesses when you trade with one another. This is bayir. Tabayartum, you trade with one another. Bayir here is referring to a commercial contract. Alright, commercial trade, commercial business. You know, for example, you place an order. Someone in China. Alright, you place an order over the phone. You say, okay, I'm going to transfer you this much money. You mail me all this stuff. You ship all this stuff to me. He says, sure. So, for this kind of a transaction, you must also have witnesses. Alright? Not just writing a written contract, but also witnesses. Now, one thing before we continue, this is recommended, it's not mandatory. Alright? It's recommended, it's not mandatory. وَلَا يُضَارَّ كَاتِبٌ وَلَا شَهِيدٌ Very important. The scribe and the witness, neither of them should yudarra. What does it mean by yudarra? Yudarra has two meanings. The first meaning is, as you can see, he should not intentionally harm. Meaning, the scribe and the witness should not cause harm to the creditor or the debtor, to the parties involved in the dain. 
How could he cause harm to them? How could a witness cause harm to them? That he's present at the time of the transaction, but then when he's called to court later, he says, no, I'm not coming. Call somebody else, I'm not coming. Bye. Keeps rejecting the phone calls. Right? He's causing them harm. You understand? As a shaheed, as a witness, he's causing harm. How could the scribe cause harm? That he deliberately, for example, does not write things clearly. Alright? So he's causing harm to the two parties. The other meaning of yudarra is, he should be harmed. Meaning, the scribe and the witness should not be harmed. By who? By the creditor or the debtor, by the two parties involved. How could they harm them? How could a scribe be harmed? He's threatened. Right? You better make that change in the document or such and such will happen. Or for example, the witness is bribed. So these are ways in which people are harmed. In hadith we learn, the Prophet ﷺ said, مَن ضَارَّ ضَرَّ اللَّهُ بِهِ Whoever causes harm, Allah will cause him harm. So don't cause harm to other people. وَإِن تَفْعَلُوا فَإِنَّهُ فُسُوقٌ بِكُمْ If you do that, if anybody causes harm to the others involved, then this is a sin on your part. You are harming yourself. وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهُ You should fear Allah. وَيُعَلِّمُكُمُ اللَّهُ And Allah teaches you. Allah is the one who has taught you all that you know. So fear Him. Allah is the one who's giving you all these rules. وَاللَّهُ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ عَلِيمٌ And Allah is knowing of everything. So follow the rules that He's giving you. وَإِن كُنْتُمْ عَلَى سَفَرٍ And if you were on a journey, you're traveling, and you have to borrow something from someone, and you're supposed to write that down, but you can't find a scribe. وَلَمْ تَجِدُوا كَاتِبًا You cannot find a scribe. Then what should you do? فَرِهَانٌ مَقْبُوضَةٌ This is very interesting. Then something should be given as a rihan. And this rihan will be مَقْبُوضَةٌ Fully taken, withheld by the other party. Rihan is from Rahanun, And rihan is basically something that is deposited with another person as a surety. Let me give you an example. I don't know if this happens in your school or ever happened with you, but a friend of mine who's a teacher told me that students would come to her in class and say, Miss, can I borrow a pen? Miss, can I borrow a pencil? Miss, can I borrow an eraser or whatever? Right? And then what would happen is that by the end of the week, she would have no pencils, no erasers, nothing left. So every week she would have to buy a new stock for her classroom. Right? So she decided that if you want a pencil of mine, you leave your shoe here. You leave your shoe at my desk, I mean under the desk. Right? Because what's going to happen? When you're done using the pencil, and you just throw it somewhere, and as you decide to walk out of class, you realize, oh, I don't have my shoe. Where's my shoe? It's with my teacher. Oh, I'm supposed to give the pencil back. So you find the pencil, wherever you threw it, you take it to your teacher, you give it back, and then you get your shoe. So what is that shoe? That shoe you're leaving with your teacher to ensure her that, don't worry, miss, I'll give you back your pencil. Alright? Don't worry, I'll give you your stuff back. So now what happens is that sometimes, especially when people are traveling, they don't know anybody. They don't know the traveler. What if he just takes our money and runs away? But he's in need of money. He needs to borrow money. So then he says, keep my watch. My really super expensive watch. You keep it and give me $50,000, for example. You understand? And he says, when I'm home, I'll send you the money. And then you send me my watch. 
So the guy says, sure, I'll do that, I don't mind. Okay, so this is rihanu maqbuda. The watch must be given to him. Alright, maqbuda, it should be in his hands. In the hands of who? The guy who's lending the money. And this could be anything, anything of value. Could be even your shoe, as we just saw. فَإِنْ أَمِنَ بَعْضُكُمْ بَعْضًا If you trust each other. He says, no, come on dude, you don't have to leave your watch with me, it's okay. You know, you're a Muslim, I'm a Muslim, I trust you, we're brothers. Keep your watch, take my 50,000, and inshallah return it to me whenever you can. Or by the end of the week or whatever. Right? So if you trust each other so much that you don't need a rihan, then in that case, Allah says, فَلْيُ Then he should pay up. Who should pay up? الَّذِي تُمِنَ The one who was entrusted. Amanatahu His trust. Meaning he's given that 50,000 while his brother trusted him. So he should now not deceive that trust. He should return the money. وَلْيَتَّقِ اللَّهَ رَبَّ And he should fear Allah, his Lord. So what do we learn from here? A deposit, a rihan can be made in different situations when people are traveling. All right, when they cannot find a scribe, when the document cannot be made. And sometimes it can even be done at home. Meaning at home also in one's local city, a person cannot find a scribe, then yes, a rihan can be given. Sometimes a legal document is made, witnesses are present, still the person lending the money is not confident. He still wants a surety. Then also rihan can be given. All right? Witnesses may be there and may not be there. Okay? So you can write this down. A rihan can be given in two situations. Absence of scribe. Absence of scribe, which means no legal document. While traveling or when at home. Okay? And the second situation is that along with the written contract, the lender wants more assurance. So he asks for a rihan. Like for example, your brother has a habit of borrowing stuff from you all the time. So you say, okay, you want to borrow my jacket? You leave your jacket here. Right? You want to borrow my laptop? Leave me your PlayStation whatever thing with me. So you can do that. And if you trust each other, because you love each other, right? you believe in each other, then no harm. وَلَا تَكْتُمُ shahada. Do not conceal testimony. Meaning if you're called to testify, do not conceal it. Do not give false testimony and do not just keep it to yourself hiding the truth. وَمَن يَكْتُمْهَا And whoever hides it فَإِنَّهُ آثِمٌ قَلْبُ Then he is sinful in his heart. Meaning his heart is committing a sin. Because which limb is involved in hiding testimony? The heart. You're keeping it as a secret in your heart. You're keeping the truth in your heart. So you're committing a sin with your heart now. And imagine if you're using your heart to commit a sin. The whole body is going to get affected. Wallahu bima ta'maluna alim, And Allah is knowing of whatever you do. Alright, so what do we learn from this? Long ayah and then a short ayah. Long ayah and a short ayah. Whenever there is a delayed payment for whatever reason, it should be written. Right? There should be witnesses that are present. The details should be clear. Alright? This is all necessary, important, when the transactions are huge. Alright? Extended over a period of time. However, remember at the end we learned, if you trust each other, if you trust each other, 
This means that writing down contracts is not mandatory. It's not fard like fard like salah. Alright? In every situation. But definitely it is encouraged, it is recommended because you're on the safer side. So depending on the nature of the person you're dealing with, depending on the nature of what you're lending, what you're borrowing, decide if it should be written, if witnesses should be present, if a rihan deposit should be made. Alright? So these three things, the document, the witnesses, and the deposit. All these three things are basically ways to ensure that people get their money back. You understand? So now if the transaction is very small, or it's with the person that you trust, come on, you don't need to write everything down. But if let's say you've made a mistake of forgetting things, or there's too much going on in your life and you might forget things, or the money is just too big, then it's always better to take these precautionary steps. Alright? Let's listen to the recitation of these verses. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِذَا تَدَايَنْتُمْ بِدَيْنٍ إِلَىٰ أَجَلٍ مُسَمَّنْ فَاكْتُبُوهُ وَلْيَكْتُبْ بَيْنَكُمْ كَاتِبٌ بِالْعَدْلِ وَلَا يَأْبَ كَاتِبٌ أَنْ يَكْتُبَ كَمَا عَلَّمَهُ اللَّهِ فَلْيَكْتُبْ وَلْيُمْلِلِ الَّذِي عَلَيْهِ الْحَقُّ وَلْيَتَّقِ اللَّهَ رَبَّهُ وَلَا يَبْخَسْ مِنْهُ شَيْئًا فَإِنْ كَانَ الَّذِي عَلَيْهِ الْحَقُّ سَفِيهًا أَوْ ضَعِيفًا أَوْ لَا يَسْتَطِيعُ أَنْ يُمِلَّهُ وَفَلْيُمْلِلْ وَلِيُّهُ بِالْعَدْلِ وَاسْتَشْهِدُوا شَهِيدَيْنِ مِنْ رِجَالِكُمْ فَإِنْ لَمْ يَكُونَا رَجُلَيْنِ فَرَجُلٌ وَامْرَأَتَانِ مِمَّنْ تَرْضَوْنَ مِنَ الشُّهَدَاءِ أَنْ تَضِلَّ إِحْدَاهُمَا فَتُذَكِّرَ إِحْدَاهُمَا الْأُخْرَى وَلَا يَأْبَ الشُّهَدَاءُ إِذَا مَا دُعُوا وَلَا تَسْأَمُوا أَنْ تَكْتُبُوهُ صَغِيرًا أَوْ كَبِيرًا إِلَىٰ أَجَلِهِ ذَلِكُمْ أَقْسَطُ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ وَأَقْوَمُ لِلشَّهَادَةِ وَأَدْنَىٰ أَلَّا تَرْتَابُوا إِلَّا أَنْ تَكُونَ تِجَارَةً حَاضِرَةً تُدِيرُونَهَا بَيْنَكُمْ فَلَيْسَ عَلَيْكُمْ جُنَاحٌ أَلَّا تَكْتُبُوهَا وَأَشْهِدُوا إِذَا تَبَايَعْتُمْ وَلَا يُضَارَّ كَاتِبٌ وَلَا شَهِيدٌ وَإِن تَفْعَلُوا فَإِنَّهُ فُسُوقٌ بِكُمْ وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهِ وَيُعَلِّمُكُمُ اللَّهِ وَاللَّهُ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ عَلِيمٌ وَإِن كُنتُمْ عَلَى سَفَرٍ وَلَمْ تَجِدُوا كَاتِبًا فَرِهَانٌ مَقْبُوضَةٌ 
Now, Alhamdulillah, you have only one lesson left, which inshallah we're going to do when? Tomorrow, inshallah. Last three verses of Surah Al Baqarah tomorrow. But since you have almost completed the surah, let's have a quiz. Let me see what you've learned. Yeah? Okay. What we're going to do is, we're going to start the quiz. I want this to go really fast, inshallah. You're going to get random questions from Surah Al-Baqarah. So these questions are going to be about word meanings. They could be about tafsir. So the meaning of a verse. Alright? Any question from... The entire Surah Baqarah. Okay? So this is where you test yourself also. You check yourself. How much do you remember? Okay? And you can discuss with one another. Ready? Okay. Okay, Bismillah. Is Surah Baqarah a Makki or a Madni Surah? Discuss. Okay, they said Surah Al-Baqarah is a Makki Surah. Are they right? Well, if they're wrong, there's only one more option. Madani Surah. What is a Makki Surah? A Surah that was revealed before the Prophet ﷺ migrated to Medina. Alright? Before he migrated to Medina. Madani Surah is a Surah that was revealed after he migrated to Medina. Next question. What are... The three groups mentioned at the beginning of Surah Al-Baqarah. The hypocrites, the believers, and the kuffar. Okay. They said, the hypocrites, the believers, and the kuffar. Okay, can anyone improve this answer? Yes? Yes. Okay, so the first part is the believers. The first group is? The, believer, the believers. The believers. They're the ones... <laughs> The and what are they called? No, 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 no. What's the word that is used to refer to them? Yes? Muttaqeen. Muttaqeen, people of taqwa. That's the first group. Who's the second group? Alladina kafaru. Right? The kafirin. Who's the third group? The munafiqeen. Okay. What is the root and meaning of the word? Urbudu. Uh, it means worship. Okay. Uh, uh, worship. Yeah, and then the root is Ain Badal. Ain Badal. Okay. Can anybody improve on this answer? They said Urbudu means worship, and the root is Ain Badal. Who can improve on this answer? Talha? The root is right. They already said worship. What is Urbudu? Yes? Yes. You all worship. Exactly. How could you miss that? Next. What is a ba'uda? Let me give you a hint. Inna Allah la yastahyi an yadriba mathalan ma ba'udatan fama fawqaha. 
Allah is not shy to give an example of a ba'uda. I mean, I couldn't give you a better hint. Yes? Yes, mosquito. Alhamdulillah. Okay, next. So what were the words Adam and Hawa said in repentance? رَبَّنَا ظَلَمْنَا أَنفُسِنَا وَإِنْ لَمْ تَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا لَنَكُونَنَّا مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ MashaAllah, barakallahu fiki. Next. What is the singular of ashab? Sahib. Okay. Too bad. You only say the answer when I tell you. Okay? Okay, next question. What are the three ways of shukr? Shukr as in gratitude. Three ways through which we show shukr. Um, in the tongue, in the heart, and your action. MashaAllah. Through the tongue, through the heart, and through the actions. Good, alhamdulillah. Next question. What is the lesson we can learn from the story of the cow? Don't ask too many questions. Don't ask too many questions. Abu Dhar asked many questions from the Prophet ﷺ. Yes, don't ask useless questions. Alright, next. What are the ways of Ihsan? Everybody listen to him please. Ihsan through? Ihsan through speech and actions. There's four. Give two more. Very good, MashaAllah. Wealth and status. Okay, next question. What did Prophet Ibrahim and Prophet Ismail السلام, say when they built the Kaaba? They did dua that Allah accept their deed. Okay, and what was the dua? Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta samiyal ali. MashaAllah. What does the dua mean? Yes? Rabbana taqabbal minna. Um, oh Allah, accept our prayers. Indeed, accept from us. Accept from us our, our prayers. Rabbana taqabbal um, minna. Um, indeed, Innaka you are. Innaka anta samir al-alim. Um, all-knowing and... As-samir. The all-hearing. Um, all-hearing. Okay. Next question. What is sibrat Allah? Sibrat Allah are the colors of Allah. The color of Allah? And what does that mean? The color in religion of Allah. Religion of Allah. Good, mashallah. Barakallahu feekum. Next. What is the meaning of taqallub? Qad nara taqallub wajhika fissama. At the beginning of the second juice, third book. The turning. Mashallah. Barakallahu feeki. Next question. What should a person say when struck by a difficulty? Uh, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi Good. Inna wa inna What's the meaning of this? Inna indeed lillahi Allah. Um, to Allah, yeah. To Allah. And indeed, him. Raji'un. 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 return. Oh, okay. Right? So we belong to Allah and to Him we shall return. Next question. Translate وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُبًّا لِلَّهِ وَالَّذِينَ And those who آمَنُوا They have believed أَشَدُّ Or more intense حُبًّا In 
This was really a group effort. Okay, next question. What is the root and meaning of al-bir? The root of bir is barara. And the meaning? And the meaning is... Discuss with your group members. Help them out. Goodness. Landed goodness. Yeah, goodness, righteousness. Good. Next question. Can a person make a will with regards to their money? Can a person make a will with regards to their money? They can. Yes. Up to how much? One third. Good, mashallah. One third. Next question. What is the waiting period for a widow? You guys are raising your hands as if you're going to win a car. Right? MashaAllah, I'm, I'm happy to see that uh, you have really understood that huwa khayrun mimma yajma'oon. Quran is better than all that you could gather. Yes. Okay, the whole group answers together in a chorus. Four months and ten days. MashaAllah. Next question. If a person is not able to pray properly because of fear, what should they do? He can even uh, pray while he's walking. Yes. They can pray while walking. Alright. Next question. What is As-Salatul Wusta? The middle. Middle Salah. And which one is that? Asr Salah. Good, mashallah. Next. Who made this dua? Rabbana afrigh alayna sabran. Yes. Can you say that in the microphone, please? Uh, the army of Talut. The army of Talut. When they went to fight Jalut. Alright? Remember what happened at the end, after the test of the water, there were only a few people left. So they made this dua. Next. What are the five names of Allah mentioned in Ayatul Kursi? Al-Hay. Al-Hay Al-Qayyum Al-Qayyum Al-Ali Al-Ali Al-Azim And Allah Allah Okay Next question What is ikrah? La ikraha fiddin Compulsion Alright next quickly What happens when Allah is the wali of those who believe? Translate that. He takes them out of the darknesses into he the light. He brings them out of darkness into light. Next. What is a sumbula? The spike. Yes. Alright, that comes out of a plant. Okay, next. What is al-hikmah? Yes. Wisdom. Alhamdulillah. Okay, good job, mashallah. So inshallah we will conclude here. See you all tomorrow, inshallah. Nice and early, bright and early, inshallah. Subhanakallahu wa bihamdik, ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.